let's get the poop on diapers. This is Diaper Need Awareness Week. So who better to talk about that than Addie DeVivo from the Wyndham Diaper Bank. Good morning, Addie. Nice to have you aboard today. And by the way, what is the Wyndham Diaper Bank? So the Wyndham Diaper Bank is um, a, an iteration of and then, which was most recently known as Will I Volunteer. And we are going through another sort of um, name change rebrand and will effective tomorrow be um, Will I Wellness. And so it's one of our core commitments is the diaper bank. And our goal, run, we're run entirely by volunteers. Our goal is to just help meet the diaper need and incontinent care needs of individuals in Wyndham and the surrounding towns. Why does this topic matter? Man, oh man. Because uh, when somebody has incontinent needs, when somebody needs diapers or pads or um, wipes, that's not something we can put off. Um, you know, it's not something we can say ne- next paycheck, next payment. Um, when I have the money, I'll go ahead and buy those things. We need them immediately because not having access to those products can cause all sorts of other really gross um, side effects, diaper rash, infection. Um, so we, we want to make sure that individuals who need access to diapers, wipes, pads, uh, pull-ups, whatever the case is, that they have access to those quickly. And unfortunately, there's not really a safety net program. So sometimes people think something like WIC, Women, Infant, and Children, or SNAP will cover diapers, and they just don't. Those those programs are not set up to cover diapers. And so families are left with a pretty hefty bill. Um, and for some families, some local families, that means deciding between putting enough food on the table Uh, putting oil in the tank, putting gas in the car. And, you know, the cost of everything continues to go up. So if this is one way that we can help to ease some of that burden for families that are facing some insecurity, we want to make sure we're doing that. Is this topic about diapers just for kids? Because I know there are some adults, maybe me at some point down the road, who need adult diapers. Does that fit under this umbrella? It does, yeah. And, you know, it's... um, I know we've talked about this before. It's it, it, Nobody wants to talk about diapers to begin with. So I'm always so grateful that, <laughs> that you lend us the airspace to talk about something um, as taboo or maybe, um, you know, off cuff as diapers. But the thing is, is the need doesn't end when someone is three. For some young kids, diapers are needed for medical issues or because they're unable to use the bathroom for a variety of reasons. For some people, that, that need continues through their life. For other people, there are things that happen, whether they have an accident or um, they have a surgery and they need access to diapers and their insurance won't cover it. Or as we age, lots of times people have incontinent issues. It's a very common um, need for older adults in America. And one of the things we know is, is that it's the third leading cause of admission to a nursing home is somebody not having is somebody having incontinent issues that are not well managed at home. And what that look like is just that somebody has an increase in UTIs or bed sores or um, other types of rashes, or that those rashes become more than a rash, and then somebody has a a hole, a wound that needs to be treated. And so um, one of the things we want to make sure we're being clear about is is that diaper need is not just for those cute little kiddos age three and under. It's for anybody who has an incontinent or diaper need. And how are your little kiddos doing? They're great. There's a lot of them these days. Um, we've, got, we've got four kids, five and under, so I do a lot of diaper changes. Uh, we've got twins who are 10 months old, so 
Uh, we go through our fair share of diapers in this house, that's for sure. <laughs> How do you handle changing diapers with twins? Is it just a matter of whoever needs it first, or do you switch off, alternate? How does that work? Oh, when I was uh, new in the twins thing, I had a whole system, and now it's literally just whoever I can grab first and get a new diaper on to quickest is who goes first. And, and it's, it's utter chaos, Wayne. It's just chaos. Addie, it's no surprise that we are not the Gold Coast here in eastern Connecticut. This is a relatively low-income area. Does that make us more in need of a diaper bank like you're talking about? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, eastern Connecticut is not known for bringing in um, the most in terms of funding for, for anything, unfortunately for us. And so this was one of those areas that there was funding, there was state funding allocated for incontinent products and diaper need. And um, that state funding was really being shuffled around sort of without any concern for Eastern Connecticut. And uh, lucky for us, Mary DeMarco um, and May Flexer sat down and talked with some other individuals in no Northeastern Connecticut. And we were able to figure out a way to make sure that we were a part of that conversation and so what that looks like right now, which is very exciting, is a new partnership between the Diaper Bank and Hartford HealthCare. So we're going to be able to work, partner with Hartford HealthCare to make sure that we are getting more diapers to more folks in our community. Um, and we're really, really excited about what that's going to look like for us, but really for everybody, um, you know, birth to, to the end of life here in eastern Connecticut, how they're going to be able to access diapers. How does it work? How do people get access to these diapers? Yeah, so we took a long pause with COVID um, and sort of just wanted to make sure we were supporting local agencies who are doing this work in a different way. Um, and so we're getting back into the saddle, so to speak. We There have been several families we've served through the duration of COVID, but we really haven't been taking on um, new clients for a variety of reasons. But that, that stops now. So we are excited to be, um, you know, taking new clients. What that looks like is that somebody can shoot us an email um, our website will be live as of Monday, um, and it's going to be williwellness.org. You can find us on Facebook at Will I Volunteer. Send us a message. But really, the avenues that we're going to go is partnering with some of our local community um, agencies who are already serving families who might have this need so that we can make sure we're meeting that need um, right there and not adding another stop to people's list, not adding another phone call or another email for families who are in need but rather just sort of making it part of a bundle package. We're also super excited to be partnering with Aliki Karaganis and her team up at uh, Wyndham Public to be providing diapers um, in some of our early childhood ed settings. And so we're starting there and we're um, excited. We're so excited to be doing that work um, in the other uh, early childhood ed settings throughout town. As long as you've been involved in this, and I might ask, by the way, how long have you been involved in this, but I'm assuming that this is such an important need for various segments of our community that the people who are the recipients of these diapers for their kids are very gracious about the, the availability of these. Do you get people giving you feedback and saying, wow, I'm really glad you're here. I needed this. I couldn't make ends meet without it and so forth? Yeah. When... So this is year eight. We're in year eight of having a diaper bank here and in Wyndham, in the Wyndham area. And when we first started, um, you know, it was it was tricky for us to figure out where we were going to fit into the algorithm of things. And I think as a team, we're all volunteers. So we have other jobs. We have other commitments outside of this. And, uh, and we were really feeling up against it. And um, I came on your show and we were at a third Thursday the following week. And 
this at that third Thursday, a mom walked by and we had a diaper cake sitting out on the table and she asked about it. We explained what we were doing and, you know, whatever. She walked, continued walking and circled back with a couple of dollars um, and handed it to us and explained that, you know, that was really all the um, extra income she had at the time, but that she remembered, vividly remembered having young children and really struggling with how she was going to either diaper them or feed them. And, um, and, you know, she went into great detail about just how, how hard those decisions were and how guilty she felt and how, how much she struggled with, you know, am I a good mom because I can't do this? Um, and so we, we did not accept her very, very, very gracious, very thoughtful donation, but that story, I think, fueled us, and we've continued to be fueled by the feedback we get from families who say things like, you know, this, this is helping me pay rent this month, not having to worry about diapers, or, you know, the fact that you guys were able to get us these diapers allows us to um, look for formula, and formula was such an issue for a little while there, and we were really fearful the same thing was going to happen with diapers. Locally, we have not seen a diaper shortage, which has been great, but, you know, diapers range in cost, and some diapers, some diapers are very cheap and and some people have allergies to the things that are in those diapers so they need more expensive diapers and it's just um it's a burden to families and it shouldn't be um it prevents families from sending their children to child care in, in our community um people who feel like they can't afford diapers don't send their kids to child care because we don't have any child care facilities that will take somebody with cloth diapers um so we have families who are using cloth diapers at home to save money but then a, a parent or someone has to stay home with the child because they can't afford for um, child care. So it's a, you know, it is a huge need. And the stories that our families share with us continue to sort of uh, help us to see the vision. And especially on those days where we feel like we are just walking up a hill, um, they remind us that this work really, really matters. I'm glad the pandemic didn't seem to directly affect the uh, diaper availability, but you did mention formula. And boy, I'll tell you what, it's funny how the news cycle works, that when when there's a story that's hot, it's the lead story for a week, and then it goes away, you haven't heard a thing about it. And since I don't buy a whole lot of formula, I'm just curious if you could update that situation. You don't hear about the availability of formula, but is it back to like normal levels now? Isn't it funny how that works? No, it's not. I mean, it's gotten better. Um, I think, you, you know, if you walked into any of our walmart walgreens cbs you could probably find some formula most formula but um there are still families who are really struggling to find formula uh especially if somebody needs a specialty mix um which sounds like oh okay but the reality is is lots of kids have allergies and you don't want to be giving your kid something that's going to upset their belly um it's not good for a variety of reasons but um we mind-boggling the access to formula and how quickly that shifted from sort of being a talking point because formula is not back on the shelves by the time the the news had moved on from talking about it. Um, But our community and communities across the state really rallied together to say like, listen, I have this kind of formula. We're not going to use it or we don't need this anymore. Is there somebody locally who needs it? We can drop it off or you can come pick it up. And so there was some really nice, um, fellowship, I guess, that was forged in the fact that all of these moms were in desperate need, moms and dads were in desperate need of sort of getting formula for their babies, and uh, and they needed to rely on each other. I saw this release earlier this week in support of National Diaper Need Awareness Week, which is this week. Stop and Shop donated 20,000 diapers to 
the Diaper Bank of Connecticut. They had an event at their Brantford location, and apparently there are six different stores that are involved in this. I don't know if the local one is or not, but uh, just a thought or two. I guess the general question is, is that where do these diapers come from? Are they all donations? Can the average person in the street donate diapers to this cause? Are you looking for that, too? Yeah, so we love donations. We don't take donations of open diaper packages just for sanitary reasons. Um, you know, we don't want to be handing a family diapers that maybe sat in somebody's closet open for a couple of years because we just we don't know. Um, so if somebody has a closed package of diapers or wants to purchase diapers, we are always open to donations from the community. Um, we are not locally having a diaper drive this week, but we will be in November. Um, and so we get a lot of donations. We're so grateful for that. We especially get donations of adult diapers, which we are so, so grateful for. Um, but we also get donations. Um, we don't get donations. We get discounts from some of the bigger diaper manufacturers. So Pampers and Huggies both have discounted rates for diaper banks to purchase diapers from. So if you're thinking about purchasing diapers, um, just consider making a monetary donation because it, it goes a little bit further because we do have a discount with, uh, with some of those bigger brands. So what's on the horizon for the diaper bank? We, Like I said, we're so excited about this partnership with Hartford HealthCare. It's really going to allow us to, um, to talk to people differently about diapers and make sure that some families who maybe have not um, spoken up about a, a diaper need before are access, accessing diapers and are getting them um, in a timely manner. Um, but we're just, you know, we're so grateful to the support from Hartford HealthCare to make this happen um, because it, it's going to change some lives out here in Eastern Connecticut. So that's a, that's a really exciting thing for us. Um, we're going to continue to operate on our current model, which is that we deliver diapers directly to people. Um, so, you know, we were talking about funding being challenging in Eastern Connecticut. We also know that, you know, we don't have a ton of transportation out this way. And so if a family doesn't have access to a car or is a one car family, we don't want them not being able to get to a pickup location for diapers. So we will bring them straight to your doorstep um, we're going to continue to do that. And, you know, I think we've been pretty quiet on the diaper front um, for the past two years. And we're going to go back to talking about it regularly. So people should be looking for information about diaper drives and um, how to get diapers if you need them. But also, you know, if somebody wants to get involved, we are more than welcome, welcoming of volunteers and, uh, and thoughts and support in that way, too. And I think the most important thing now is to repeat those information numbers and Facebook page and the website that will be going online in a couple of days. Yeah, so we the website that will go live is williwellness.org. Um, and it's, Spell that, please. Yeah, it's W-I-L-L-I-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.org. Um, and then you can find us on Facebook at Will I Volunteer. So that's W I L L I volunteer uh, on Facebook and um, you know you'll notice on Facebook there's a good mix of Special Olympics stuff in there too because that's our other uh, our other passion project is a Special Olympics so we um, we are looking forward to getting back out to seeing more members of our community and and talking about diapers more all right Addie good update on diaper need awareness week thanks for giving us the poop today Thank you so much for letting us come do it so often. We, we couldn't do this without your support. Well, I hope it is helpful to people in our listening area. 
Eddie DeVivo from the Wyndham Diaper Bank talking about the Diaper Need Awareness Week, which is September 24th to October the 2nd. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.